0: episode is going to be a doozy. Uh, hello everybody and welcome to another Behind the Stigma, uh, the episodes where we are breaking stigmas and changing the way that people see things and think about things. Oscar is real excited about it. He is saying hello in the background as you can probably hear. So today I want to talk a little bit about PPD which is postpartum depression. Now this episode I think is really valuable to anyone who just wants to understand more about, um, the dark side of having a baby or anyone who is dealing with this and doesn't want to feel alone, um, whether you're dealing with postpartum depression or depression outside of, forgive my phone, outside of, um, outside of this, right? So here is, the gist of it. My last episode, um, was all about my birth story. If you haven't already listened to that, that's a good one to listen to if you're listening to this for postpartum reasons. And it was obviously not great. Now, I'm not saying that every woman who has postpartum depression had a traumatic birth, um, but I do think that's part of the reason that mine happened. And from people that I've spoken to that definitely contributes a lot of the time to postpartum depression. Now, my problem with postpartum depression, um, and the reason I'm making this episode is because even people who understand don't understand, if that makes sense. Um, it is incredibly difficult to speak about postpartum depression um, without one of a few things happening. Either first, it's people try to make you feel better about yourself and start telling you how great of a mom you are, right? Um, Option two is they start trying to make you feel better about the baby and telling you what a blessing it is to have a child. Um, Or third, they don't believe you at all. Um, Or fourth, it's they judge you for being a bad mom because how could you possibly not, like, be obsessed with your baby, right? Um, Yeah, so all those options are kind of useless because for the first one, you tell me I'm a good mom, try to make me feel better about myself. Um, Yes, I appreciate it, however... I'm sitting here thinking, like, are you stupid? Like, if I were a good mom, wouldn't I like my kid, right? And so I can't help but think, like, first of all, you're wrong. Um, But also, and I'll kind of go over this here in a little bit. I kind of technically know that I'm a good mom. So you telling me that I'm a good mom doesn't actually help. Because logically, I know that I am doing what I can. And I'm aware of that personally, not all moms with PPD are aware of that. Um, I am, so that doesn't help me. Um, it is kind of nice to hear from, like, my husband every now and then, but unless you're him, it doesn't really help me. Uh, the second option, trying to make me feel better about the baby. Oh God, I, (sighs) here's, here's part of my issue with that. I never wanted kids, right? Um, and everyone, I didn't ever. I never wanted to hold babies. I didn't think they were cute. And I always got told, you know, it's going to be different when it's your baby. It's going to be different when it's yours. It's going to be better. Um, you just wait. Someday you're going to change your mind. Oh, you just need to meet the right person. Blah, blah, blah. All these things. And none of that changed. So hearing, oh, your baby, it's such a blessing to have a baby. Oh, you know, you don't see it yet. But this is really beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. It just makes me think it's going to be another instance. Oscar, would you relax? Um, just makes me feel like it's going to be another instance where that's just not going to be the case for me, right? The third one, some people just don't believe you. But that comes with all mental health issues, I think. Um, that people just tell you it's all in your head and the response I have for that is yes, it is in my head. That's literally the problem. The brain is an organ. That organ is not functioning um, in its normal capacity, or maybe it's a hormonal issue, right? And so maybe you have a different gland that's not functioning in a normal capacity. Um, and that means that you're sick and that's okay. (sighs) So the fourth one, I don't even remember what the fourth one was. Hmm. Oh, the fourth one is getting judged. Obviously. I don't even need to go over that one. That just doesn't help at all. So having PPD really sucks. Um, I was officially diagnosed with PPD yesterday. And I knew that I had it. Um, But I think I have a tendency to, um, I have a tendency to, or at least in the past I had a tendency, to read symptoms of something and be like, oh no, I have this illness, and just like diagnose myself, right? And I've been trying so hard to get out of that Um, but in doing so, I am afraid to speak up about certain things at times because I'm afraid that I'm just psyching myself out. I was afraid that I was just psyching myself out whenever I thought that I was pregnant. I was afraid that I was just psyching myself out, um, when I thought I was in labor or having issues. I was completely convinced, and I say this in my last episode, I was completely convinced that I was going to get there and they were going to send me home because I was just psyching myself out. And so I think that, I thought I was just being a hypochondriac regarding postpartum depression because I just assumed that I was just making, I was just freaking myself out and I wasn't actually having these issues. And so I was, I, I don't know. I think that I was hoping um, that either A, it was just going to be baby blues. Um, I cry all the time (laughs) about everything. I mean, it's just like random random everything makes me just start like crying for like an hour straight um but like I I think I was thinking that it would go away and it hasn't and so I think being officially diagnosed while on one hand validating um on the other hand makes it feel a lot more permanent I think that I was hoping that I was just in a funk and I could just step outside and that would fix it um But a lot of the things that normally get me out of a funk are temporary fixes right now. And I'll feel better for maybe an hour or two. <laughs> and then I feel worse again. I don't know. It is difficult to talk about because I don't even know where to begin with this. You know, with anxiety, I, I've i talked a lot about anxiety and I feel like you know exactly what to say. Um... And also, I've already processed a lot of things for anxiety, and so I can kind of talk about how I processed those things. But I don't want to hide the processing of this particular instance, because depression and anxiety are very different, right? And I think with anxiety, yes, there's so many coping mechanisms. Um, There's so much that you can do, and depression is very different. And what is helping me is that I have so many tools in my toolbox. And so I mentioned for, um, if you're handling depression, I've said this before in various platforms that whenever you're dealing with depression, um, you, sometimes you don't even want to get out of bed and if all you can do at that moment is watch a funny YouTube video, then do that. If all you can do is step out onto your porch to feel the wind for a few seconds, do that. And make it a point at all times to see the beauty in things. And make it a point at all times to do what you can because 1% is zero, better than 0%. And that is what I'm having to do right now, I think, is I'm having to do the 1% because 1% is better than 0%. And if all I can do is wash one bottle at a time right before I have to feed, then that is what I have to do. Because (laughs) looking at the kitchen makes me want to cry because there's so many dishes because I can't bring myself to be motivated to do things to do dishes or laundry or give my baby a bath. And so I just kind of took a rag with some soapy water as I was changing him because he puked all over himself anyway and I just kind of wiped him off and then I took another rag with some water and just kind of like wiped that off. and. If that is all that I can do, that's better than doing nothing. And I think that a lot of the issue whenever you're dealing with depression is you feel like you can't, it's, the entire task is overwhelming you and so you do nothing at all. But if all I can do is take a couple pieces of garbage to the trash but I can't clean my whole living room then I will just take the garbage to the trash. And if I can't bring myself to take a shower, but I can wash my face, then I will do that. If I can't bring myself to give my baby a bath, I will wipe them down with some soapy water. And that's better than nothing. But this episode is definitely difficult to record, for sure, because... I am bringing myself to admit that I am trying my freaking best, man. I am trying so hard and that makes me a good mom. And if you are dealing with depression, whether postpartum depression, non-postpartum depression, any anxiety disorder, and you feel like you're failing but you're trying your best, I need to tell you that you... Are doing your best and that makes you a good person that makes you a good mom that makes you successful because the only failure is not trying at all and if trying your best means that all you do today is watch a funny youtube video or all you do today is take a few sips of water Where you normally wouldn't, or all you do today is manage to make yourself a salad, then you are not failing. You are succeeding. So, I am going to insert here um, an audio clip. It's about 10 minutes long, I think, from last night when I was really deep in my feels about the, um, postpartum depression, right? And this is just kind of me processing things. And I think it is important to share the vulnerable moments of our lives because, because it's important (laughs) to do. All right. So, um, I'm going to insert that here. The audio is not the best because I did record this on my phone. It was, the middle of the night and I just kind of popped on some headphones and recorded. So, audio is not great and I think that my hair might be brushing up against the microphone a little bit. I'm going to try to edit it out a little bit as much as I can, but um yeah. So, stick with it. The audio um it is important I think to hear if so far you're resonating with this episode. Okay. What better time to talk about postpartum depression? Um uh. Than while holding a baby, right? That just, um, it's it's actually quite natural, I think, right now to be talking about this. Um, and for me, to sum it up, it's it's like this baby is screaming his head off, right? And I try everything, and nothing is working, and. Um, the he's not working, feeding him's not working, burping him's not working, changing him's not working, and the one thing that's working is being held, and the reason for that is because this baby needs me, right? Like, there's a tiny human who needs me, and you would recognize that, and so... I'm holding him, but I don't want to be, right? Um, But my alternative is getting screamed at. And to society, that makes me a bad mom. That the only reason I'm holding my kid is because I can't deal with the migraine of getting screamed at. (laughs) Um, That sucks, I think. And then there's, you know, the guilt because... I'm like, this person, this little person needs me, um, wants to be held, wants to be loved, because it's all that humans want, right, is to be loved, even from the time that they're born. And I feel like I cannot properly give him that, because I don't have a desire to hold him. I don't have a desire to feed him. I don't have a desire... To, like, hang out with him. And yes, there are good moments. um, And I am starting to like him. But it comes back, like, every day. Where you'll scream about something or cry about something. And I can't help but think, Who in God's name chose me to be a mother when I didn't even want a kid? And that sucks. Um, It sucks because there's a lot of guilt associated with it, right? Which just makes it worse. Because now not only am I not interested in taking care of this little person. um, But now I'm guilty about the fact that I'm not interested. So I'm trying harder and it's still not working. And I'm feeling more guilty because I can't even try to like my baby And there's so many women out there who would be such naturals at it, right? So there's that kind of guilt. And I'm recording this now because I'm currently um, deep in the feels, I think, of I am currently holding a baby... Because the only alternative is him screaming at me. Um, but I really just wish that. I really just wish most of the time that I wasn't a mom. I do. And that comes with its own, you know, heaps and heaps of guilt by itself. And I think that it's hard because... For many women it happens even when you are ready. Um, But I definitely feel like... I was not ready for this. I... I feel like I was thrown into something that I was not made for. I feel like I was thrown into something that is not meant for me. And it's hard too, right? Because you're doing this thing that you so much don't want to do. Um, and so I'm changing a baby or feeding a baby or holding a baby. And I really don't want to, um... So then I'm disassociating from it, and it feels like it's not even me taking care of this little person. And then anytime I try to talk to people, the most common response that I have gotten so far is. That I may not see it now, but this baby is such a blessing. And I can't help thinking, like, are you friggin' stupid? No, it's not. Because how can a blessing make me this freaking miserable? Like, if this were a blessing, wouldn't it make me happy, you know? And everyone talks about baby blues, which lasts, like, two or three weeks. And it's now six weeks, and I'm truly miserable, and I don't want to be taking care of a baby... And I used to always say that I wasn't a baby person, and I didn't like babies. <laughs> and you always get the, oh, it's different when it's your baby, you're going to love them it when it's your baby, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm... Hmm. It's... That is not the case for me. <laughs> In fact, it's worse when it's my baby. Because now I also have to deal with the anxiety and guilt of taking care of him and not wanting to. And I... I am trying hard... And logically and in my head, I know the fact that I am trying hard and that I am thinking about ways to be better and that I am making an effort makes me a good mom. But I don't feel like a good mom because I feel like a good mom should want to be around their baby and I feel like a good mom should want to take care of her baby. And I feel like a good mom should be able to breastfeed without having a panic attack. And I feel like a good mom should be able to look at their baby and feel happy. And I don't feel any of those things. And I feel like I can't do any of those things. And... I know that I'm trying so hard. But I just feel like such a failure all the time. It's just really hard, y'all. I... I think I believe that souls choose their parents somehow. I believe that the soul in this little tiny human, right, chose myself and my husband to be their parents. I do. Um. I truly believe that that is a thing. And so, I can't help but think that it chose wrong. I can't help but think that Oscar chose incorrectly sometimes. And I know, I think deep down I know that it is going to get better eventually, and that it's not always going to be this hard and this sucky. But I am having a hard time convincing myself that that's the case. And... I also know that I'm not alone. I'm not the only woman that feels this way. I'm not the only mom who feels this way. I'm not the only parent who feels this way. And I wish that this was not so taboo of a topic. Because I wish that I didn't feel as alone as I do And therefore, I'm doing what I do, which is sharing this. Because mental health is not a taboo subject. And the stigma is total crap. And we need to end it. So, um, yeah. Those are my postpartum depression thoughts of the day. Thank you for listening so i wanted to end this episode on a little bit of a lighter note um obviously this got pretty deep and being a mom is hard um i personally am not a fan of being a mother and it's really taboo but i do want to remind um anyone dealing with postpartum depression or just being a mom or maybe just depression or anxiety whatever it is for you i should remind you to look for you know the beautiful things in everyday life go and um i mentioned you know go and play in the snow go and jump in puddles go for a walk and just do your best to create time for yourself do your best to put yourself first every once in a while i can't actually give medical advice um so if you are actually seeking medical advice definitely you know talk to your healthcare practitioner talk to your doctors Um, talk to your counselors, but definitely just remember, y'all probably hear Oscar in the background, he's very vocal today, Um, but just be sure to take care of you, be sure to put yourself first every now and then, Um, take time out of your day for yourself, make yourself a priority, I feel like I'm saying the same thing with a lot of different words, but I think it's a really important point to drive home to look out for yourself, be there for yourself. Um, And remember that things always end up brighter in the end. So definitely don't, don't give up hope, right? Things will always, always turn out brighter in the end. And while you may not see it now, it's definitely something to just keep in mind. And until then, do whatever you can watch a funny YouTube video, take a longer shower, um, have a tiny dance party with yourself, drink some more water than usual, eat a few pieces of broccoli, whatever it is, take the baby steps, take the small moments, and do what you can for yourself. All right. I love y'all so much, and I hope this episode just helped someone feel heard or seen or maybe less alone Uh, remember that you are never ever alone in this life there are so many people and so many souls on this planet going through the same experience as you and you are not alone so make sure to reach out if you do need help because you are not going through this by yourself thank you all for listening um And be sure if you're not already to check me on Instagram at daffodil daily. I am going to be posting a lot more mental health and psychology focused content from now on. I think that that's really where I shine and that's really what I want to focus on. So I love y'all so much and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for joining me today on Candid Truth. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Then share your aha moments on Instagram and tag me at Daffodil Daily. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching or other offers, click the link in the show notes for more information on how to sign up. Thank you for taking me on this life journey with you. Until next time.